Think Again with Borderlands Cooperative. Join us for critical conversations about things that matter. Every Friday at 10am on 3CR Community Radio. 855am on your dial. And on 3CR Digital and streaming live at 3cr.org.au. So together, let's think again about important matters affecting us, like economics, politics, education, health, climate, and what we can do about it all. Welcome to our first birthday program on Think Again. This program is presented to you by Borderlands Cooperative, an organization that has been dedicated to social work and social change for over <laughs> 20 years. I'm Jacques Boulet. And I'm Jennifer Burrell. Today we're talking about our biased public discourse and the focus on China, which serves as a diversion from our own failings. Mm. In today's program, we're having a conversation about public discourses, as Jacques said, about the state of the world and what's happening in it. How is the world understood and talked about in these discourses? We're looking at public discourses relating to recent political developments as we read about them in newspapers and hear them presented, discussed and debated on other media. On the home front, of course, COVID, COVID-19, is still dominating everything, even if it seems as if politics as per usual is returning. Yeah. In the last few days, media, as we know, turned to the major unrest and demonstrations in the U.S., related to the subjugation and violence towards African-Americans, which of course happens here too, despite what our leaders might say. It happens to Aboriginal people. And we will talk about that more in our next program. But I just wanted to comment on the age today. Talk about media bias and irresponsibility. The age today leads with a provocative article-headed police threatened ahead of protest. Police threatened? They're referring to the protest against Aboriginal deaths in custody planned for Saturday afternoon on the steps of Parliament in Melbourne. Anyway, um, for balance, we look forward to an Aboriginal lives threatened heading in the age in the future. Exactly. Until that all has been bursting out, it was the frantic talk about China which took us an, an inordinate amount of space and time in the media in the context of the coronavirus. Mm, continuing today even. As we've mentioned before, our federal government has got a few brownie points for some positive things like job seeker, pretty much doubling the unemployment benefit for six months and getting quite a few people out of financial distress. Yeah, they also seem to have gotten rid of that dreadful misnomer of that program called Newstar previously. <laughs> yeah. uh, many also point out that Job Seeker for the jobless and Job Keeper, as distributed through employers, needs to be expanded and extended to include all the groups living in uh, devastating des- destitution in many cases because of COVID 19. Mm-hmm. And now we are in an official recession, as confirmed by the Treasurer. But this really, really all distracts from the fact that our economy was in trouble even before COVID-19, as many serious economists have been telling us again and again. Mm -hmm. Yeah, of course, the oldest Mm -hmm. trick in the book of failing regimes and their apologists is to find diversion 
from and scapegoats for their own mistakes. An extension of this is the fermenting, the actual fermenting of conflict for your own political advantage, which we mm. will talk about more next week. Mm. Yeah, and while Trump seems to have invented the early 21st century version of this tactic, twittering about everyone and everything else being mm. at fault for what goes wrong in the U.S., and the world, China and its leadership, and especially the Chinese Communist Party, seem to be providing this focus for us, but also in the States, actually, in, but for us in Australia. We could use the Age newspaper as a case in point, of course, acknowledging that the mainstream media aren't the only sources of influence over political thinking and public thinking, especially with the advent of the mm. social media. Mm, which is why 3CR, of course, is so invaluable. Um, exactly. There are many other influences, including marketing, lobbying, so-called think tanks, uh, lots of other so-called authorities. Mm. I know, uh, Jacques, you've been noticing the deterioration in the quality of the Age newspaper, especially during the last year or so, with the loss of several good journalists mm. and editors. Mm. And since, importantly since being taken over by Channel 9 or uh, aptly named Nine Entertainment. Yeah, after having had this newspaper for 35 years, the quality of their analysis, especially in the political commentary, has declined noticeably. And there is the over-the-top and incessant critiques of China for the last few months. It seems as mm. if every second day there are screaming hell and brimstone headings about China, usually on the front page, using war-type language, things like slammed and all of that have become always part of the title, mm-hmm. whilst the content of those articles, especially those, those parts of, that art, of the articles that appear on the inside of the newspaper, often do not seem at all to be making the mm. point suggested in the title. There is an incessant repetition of the same issue, how local politicians and parties have links with members of the Communist Mm. Party. Exclusive, quote-unquote, interviews are held with so-called informed sources and spokespersons who quite suddenly Mm. seem to know everything about everything. Mm. So, Jacques, are you critiquing their sources? Uh, Can you give us a couple of examples? Uh, Are you critiquing their sources, Jacques? Can you give us I'm a couple of examples? Certainly, yeah. A few days ago, for example, Liberal Chinese Australian Member of Parliament, Gladys Liu, yes, she of the misleading voting posters during the last election, she, she had clear, she had to sort of also clear her name some time ago, uh, saying that she was not connected to anything official in China. She has been exclusively interviewed by the age to tell Dan Andrews that he should not be trusting the Chinese. Mm-hmm. And Clive Hamilton, yes, he, the founder of the left-leaning Australia Institute about 20 years ago, well, probably even longer, and is now a professor at the Southern Cross. He also joined the fray with a piece or an article titling Victoria is doing what China wants. Mm-hmm. On that note, we'll turn to some music, the soundtrack mm-hmm. from Lost in Translation, from the Lost in Translation film by Sofia Coppola.
3CR is your station in solidarity and struggle. We've been with you since 1976 and we are here to stay. Throughout June, we're running a station appeal. We need the financial support of our listeners to stay independent, community-owned and radical. Jump online and give what you can. Go to 3cr.org.au. You're listening to Think Again, 3CR 855 AM on your dial, 3CR digital and streaming live at 3cr.org.au. Today we're talking about biased public discourse and we're looking at a concerted media campaign against China. Shark, you've given a couple of examples from the age. What I want to know is, are you suggesting this is all part of a deliberate campaign against China? Well, the massivity of the uh, number of articles and the spread and all of that, the relentlessness of it certainly makes one think about that, isn't it? But it's not just a campaign against China. It is also a campaign against, I think, uh, or no, not against, it is a campaign which is meant to hide away the mess we are really in in this country uh, and particularly mm-hmm. also the importance or the impotence really and unwillingness of the government to do something meaningful about all the various problems we are facing here, particularly mm-hmm. the economic mess and all of those. So it's, it's, it's a double-barreled kind of thing, I figure. So just, just to go back to what I said about uh, Clive Hamilton, the, uh, uh, now at the Southern Cross, after writing critical things in his, I think about 20 years ago, books titled Affluence, The Growth Fetish, editing a book on Australian protest movements uh, about five, six years ago. Clive Hamilton suddenly seems to want to warn us all about the sinister plans by China wanting to spread its influence. He wrote Silent Invasion and The Hidden Hand, all about the evil of China, wanting to uh, want to spread that, in, that influence, particularly in the uh, Pacific and elsewhere. It's published by Hardy Grant Press, by the way. Incidentally, Hardy Grant has close connections with Nine Entertainment. Mm-hmm. Nine Entertainment owns The Age and other papers. They also sit on the board of the Australian Marketing Institute in Canberra, uh, together with the Southern Cross University. So it's a, it's a coterie of capitalist and conservative luminaries and their board. Uh, on Nine Entertainment's board. Yeah, Shark, yes, online entertainment yeah. board. That's mm-hmm. right. And their shares are controlled by several of the most notorious right-wing media stars, the Murdochs, Reinhardt, Singleton. They also, by the way, yeah. had Alan Jones under contract at Sydney's 2UE. Mm. So, <laughs> so you wonder, wow. don't you? So this is, yeah, so this is the right-wing family the age is now part of. It seems to be the case because the main organizers of the attack in the age seem to be Chris Ullman and Peter Hatcher and several of the remaining investigative journalists who previously did such a brilliant job unraveling some of the the, the bank's misdeeds and, uh, and other scandals, they suddenly seem to be all <laughs> put to work unraveling the links of politicians, their advisors and state governments with Chinese capitalists. It really does seem to be part of a considered and purposeful attack 
especially the intense critique of the Victorian Labour government and mm-hmm. its joining up with China's Belt and Road project. Mm-hmm. That's had a lot of coverage. But Jacques, mm. aren't you worried about sounding like an apologist for China with with all of its human rights violations, its suppression of people, including the Uyghurs, for example, and mm. locking up dissidents without fair trial and people being afraid to protest about or commemorate Tian- Tiananmen Square. So aren't you worried about yeah. sounding like an apologist for that? Well, I'm worried about it, but it's, it's unavoidable because in a political culture of easy dichotomies and adversarialism, you know, we, we, we have just we're dealing with right and wrong kind of debates. And therefore, that mm. totally does disallow any attempt at being a bit differentiated and detailed about what you critique and what you are wanting to uh, you know, expose as wrong. So we should oppose oppression everywhere. We start, mm. but but we should start that that critique in our own backyard, in our own own house. Yeah, we have course. enough to be critical about refugees, indigenous people, uh, housing mm. crisis, like all in of custody. that. Mm-hmm. Rio Tinto, rather than deviate attention from that by by, by shooting at someone else, so to speak. Mm. Yeah, incessantly, as you say. So, of course, Jacques, you, you and I, we agree. Uh, there's mm. a fundamental crisis in capitalism, in the natural environment, in the uh, health of the planet, um, and in politics. So we've talked mm. about this a lot over previous programs. There's a crisis in an economy, of course, that serves the few at the expense of everyone mm. else, which is what we mm. have now. Our leaders come up with no new ideas, really, to address this, just doing more of the same and also creating, as you say, a diversion so that we all look somewhere else. And I guess that's where China comes in. That's Mm. right. A very good example was Tuesday's Age with a comment article by Peter Hatcher. It was headed, America's failures are all its own. And it was subheaded, interestingly, Beijing would like to paint the US chaos as evidence its system is superior. And then comes a hyphen, and it says, but some liberal democracies are successful. Yeah, that was an odd article. He somehow framed the devastating events in America Mm. as a propaganda war between China and the US. So he made it all about China somehow. Mm. Yeah, exactly. It's such an easy Cold War, yellow peril, James Bond journalism type. He mm-hmm. runs in circles to try and make sure that readers don't believe China's line about the superiority of its system, followed by a rather sheepish, but some liberal democracies are successful. He twists and turns to illustrate that America's failure are its own, but repeatedly needs to bring up China's evil mm. purposes, not to make a point, really, but so we don't forget where we need to look for an enemy. It's infantile, really, if it wouldn't be mm. so dangerous. Exactly. On that note, we'll turn to a promo and talk more after that. Throughout the month of June, 3CR is running a station appeal. We're asking you, the listener, to donate to keep the station going. 3CR relies on the support of our listeners, but we know that many of you are doing it hard. So if you can't, we get it. But if you can, head to 3cr.org.au to make your tax-deductible donation to the 3CR station appeal.
You're listening to Think Again, 3CR, 855 AM on your dial, 3CR Digital and streaming live at 3cr.org.au. Today we're talking about bias in public discourse and the way we talk about the deficits and merits of different regimes while creating diversions from our own failings. Uh, lately, we have been invited by the U.S. to take, or by Trump, basically, to take part in the G7 meeting. The G7 is an intergovernmental economic organization, a fairly exclusive club of what are considered advanced economies. No doubt this is giving us a sense of self-importance, even if that may have been just a little bit shaken, given the events in the U.S. nowadays. But really... We are a really pretty small player, but constantly we feel or made to feel that we need to play above our weight. We follow the U.S. in calling China to account for starting the coronavirus epidemic. That push was more lately framed as a demand for an impartial investigation by the World Health Organization, although that venerable global actor was also pulled pulled into Mm -hmm. discredit. Yeah, and of Mm. course, this all ignores the obvious mismanagement of COVID-19 by the US Mm. Trump administration. And where are the screaming headings about that, really? Mm. Incidentally, China has provided a pretty good diversion for the US as well as for Australia, which some commentators are referring to as a a failing state because of its problems and mismanagement are of such a magnitude under Trump. And which D.H. Hartshire tries to twist himself out of. In fact, mm. looking at the five main English-speaking countries, the two biggest ones are in really deep... Shit. I shouldn't say mm-hmm. that, should I? I think <laughs> you can say that. The U.S. together come up with a third of all infections, and they have well over a third of all deceased people mm. deceased by, caused by covid And Brexit and the trade wars occasioned by Trump have caused a large part of the the deterioration that now becomes so obvious because of the virus. Mm. Mm, That's right. And then while we all look at China's initial sins around alerting us about COVID-19, we've also been getting a lot of news about China's interventions in Hong Kong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that certainly is another theme uh, for which we should should really need a full show. Just do things. Right. There are other voices about that, and we should be careful with statements which do systemically and systematically forget the colonial environment within which Hong Kong came about 150 years ago, uh, the way which has, it has been used as a sort of a uh, an entry or a possible entry into China uh, for one and a half century at least. So we should be yeah. cognizant of our own position and of what we have been part of in terms of the colonial tradition trying to dominate most of the world, really. Yeah. Well, mm. as you say, that deserves a program all of its own, and I think we will do that in a couple of programs. I mean, in general, looking at the news, I guess my sympathies tend to go to the protesters, as most people do, I think. I'd be worried, too, for example, about a law that allows some criminal suspects to be extradited to China, because that could include political activists. But as you say, it's more complicated than our simple dichotomies that we like to use for our own purposes, maybe. Exactly. Yeah. So, 
probably it would be good to finish with a uh, reference to Professor Joe Camilleri, who is Emeritus Professor of Politics at La Trobe. In a recent article in John Menadieu's uh, little uh, publication, Pearls and Irritation, he wrote an article titled, Can We Rescue the China Relationship from the Abyss? And he offers a much more thoughtful and balanced score of the situation. He concludes, and I'm reading, a well-thought-through, consultative, and culturally sensitive partnership with China is no simple task. But it needs to meet three conditions. First, we need to be committed to developing a thriving relationship with China, and not just with the government, but with society mm. as a whole. That's an Secondly, interesting point, when I think. dealing with contentious issues, we should deal with those using private channels and together approach China with other Southeast Asian and Pacific partners. And thirdly, we should see ourselves and we should make sure that others see ourselves as an independent middle power prepared to take distance from the embrace of great and powerful friends. Shark, mm. you mean like the US or the UK? Exactly. And they are probably, Sorry, I know yes, you can't exactly. hear me very well. Yeah, who probably aren't friends anyway when their interests are at stake, since you know mm. we are presumably in a, in a competitive economic environment forever. Mm. Mm. So on that note, probably uh, we should go back to reminding people of the uh, 3CR fundraiser, which is on. And uh, we hope that we, whilst there isn't really a target to reach, that we will uh, make sure that uh, people who seem to be liking to listen to our podcasts, meanwhile, that, we, that you contribute generously to maintain this very important station where news, mm -hmm. as we have been trying to contribute to as well, uh, when you, uh, so that news like that keeps coming into the world. Uh, mm -hmm. That's the, right. Um, alternative, Jacques, alternative voices, I think, are needed more than ever, which is what we're trying right. to do through 3CR and which we've been arguing um, from yeah. another side on this program today. Mm -hmm. um, and Jacques, I wanted to add um, for the fundraiser, mm -hmm. um, Jacques's got a bit of a secret that most people don't know about, and I'm going <laughs> to tell it now on radio, <laughs> that Jacques can yodel quite well, and um, we have our own secret target for Think Again. So if we reach our secret target by the end of June, Jacques will yodel live on air in our first program in July. For just 10 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> and you can donate online at 3cr.org.au forward slash donate. Or if you're not online, phone in business hours 94198377. 94198377. So thanks for listening to Think Again on 3CR Community Radio with Chuck Boulet and Jennifer Borrell. Remember, if you want to send us a message or ask about anything from today's program, you can email borderlands at borders at borderlands.org.au. Just put Think Again in the subject line. Our programs are available by podcast and the 3CR website at 3cr.org.au. We would also like to thank Leanne again for coordinating this program from the 3CR studio while we connect remotely due to COVID-19.
Mm. Meanwhile, stay tuned to the following program, Jailbreak, which gives a voice to prison inmates, their families and friends. To bring us into this program, we have World Turning by Yothu Yindi. podcast was not produced in the studios of 3CR Community Radio, but rather under a kitchen table using a doona as soundproofing. But that doesn't mean the station no longer needs your financial support to stay on air. Our community is not just studios and microphones. It's people. People like yourself, who during COVID-19 value independent community information and creativity more than ever. So, We're counting on you to keep us on air. Go to 3cr.org.au forward slash donate and please support our June station appeal. Stay safe and thank you for your support. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.